0: please visit jakehasnetwork.org. Hello and welcome to Daily Doff Differently. Jeremy Kalmanoski with you today, learning tract that Yivah Mot, page Kapdalid, or 24. A couple of days ago, I mentioned that Yivamot, as it deals with the uh, marriages at the margins of the standard way of human relationships, uh, treats a number of topics, especially conversion, uh, because these are, as far as the rabbis are concerned, unusual marital situations. And one of those comes up today on the bet side of our page in a Mishnah that has a great deal and a Mishnah in the Associated Gemara that has a great deal of relevance for contemporary Jewish law and practice as well as medieval Jewish law and practice as we'll see uh, in a moment. The Mishnah at the top of the page says Hanitan ala Shifcha venishtachrera o al haobedet kohabim haray lo yichnos ve'im hanas Somebody who is suspected of having a sexual relationship with a slave girl, and this and then the slave girl is freed, or having a sexual relationship with a gentile woman, and that woman then converts, uh, such a man should not marry her. But if he did marry her, the marriage is valid and he need not divorce her. To say this in just common speech. Uh, if somebody has had a uh, uh, somebody is the subject of suspicions that they've been acting in in uh, uh, you know outside of propriety in sexual ways, uh, the person should not be permitted to then uh, sanction that marriage. You know, either freeing the slave or converting the woman, um, uh, and then marrying her to give to give social sanction to what otherwise was once an improper relationship. Now, this will no doubt come as a surprise. To anybody who's thought about uh, the issue of intermarriage in the United States, probably elsewhere in the world as well, because of course what we say is that the non-Jewish partners of Jewish men and women, we should encourage them to convert. And I certainly think that that is a hundred percent correct answer. I think that we should uh, encourage people in romantic relationships with Gentiles to encourage their their partners to join up with the Jewish people and devote themselves. To the Jewish people, but it will not surprise you, based on our page today in Talmud, that you do find conventional Orthodox authorities who sometimes think that conversion is not the solution to the problem of intermarriage. Conversion is the is the problem, or is equally a problem because one really ought not do uh, this very thing that that most of us think is is the best thing to do. So with that Mishnah in place, the Talmud then goes on to deal with the problem, uh, or the question, rather of conversion under ulterior motives now the logical problem that greets us with the mishnah is that the mishnah said uh, such a non-jew such a gentile if that person converts they should not be married but if they do go ahead and get married the marriage is valid such a situation uh, such a situation poses the logical problem that in the talmud it's called the amanafshah if the conversion is valid then this person is a new jew and they can get married. And if the conversion is not valid, having been made under these ulterior motives, then then even if they did get formally married and they went through the ceremony, the marriage should remain invalid. So, which one is it? Either the conversion is valid, they can get married, or the conversion is invalid, and if they did go through a ceremony, they still must formally divorce. Well, the answer that the page will give us is that the reason that they shouldn't get married is for the sake of social propriety, so that Tongues shouldn't wag, but yes, in fact, even under the ulterior motives of this, in our scenario here on our page, woman converting to Judaism, under the ulterior motive of being able to marry the man, nonetheless, the Mishnah implies the conversion is valid. And that's what our page goes on to, to investigate. And it says, quotes a, quotes a text, quotes a breita, and says, Echad e'ish gayer l'shum isha. A man who converts for the sake of a woman, or a woman who converts so she can marry a man, or somebody who converts so that they can join the king's table—that is to say, for the financial benefits that it will bring O shum of to be part of Solomon's court, a non-gevrim. Their conversion is not valid, and they are not converts. Divrei Rabbi in the words of Rabbi Nechemia for indeed Rabbi Nechemia said and our, ta- our our page goes on uh, uh, somebody who converts because lions are attacking their town and they need the extra production of being Jewish it works by the way uh, somebody who has a dream and gets a dream message that they should convert or those people who were became Jews at the end of the story of the book of Esther a non gerim, they are not valid, the convert conversions are not valid for any of these ulterior motives unless they behave just like converts, quote-unquote, in the Babylonian tones nowadays, quote-unquote, nowadays, when there is no ulterior motive, in fact, it's only a difficulty, there's nothing positive about it. So, our figure here, Rabbi Nehemia, articulates the strongest possible uh, demand for really pure really just, quote-unquote, religious motives. There can be no relationship motives, there can be no social motives. He wants it to be only an acceptance of Torah for the sake of Torah. Now, interestingly enough, our page goes on and says, Amar Rabbi Yitzchak Bar Shmuel Bar Marta Mishmei Durav, this other chain of tradition, going back to the, to the teacher, Rav says, Halakha Kedivrei HaOmer Kulam Gerim But the actual law is not like Rabbi Nechemia, the actual law is that people who convert for ulterior motives, if they go through the ritual and they accept the Torah, whatever prompted them to do it, uh, whatever whatever they thought they were going to get out of it, whether that be marriage or wealth, the conversions are valid. This is very important in contemporary Jewish life. That uh, that whatever prompted a person to want to become part of Am Yisrael, if they go through the proper process, then it's valid. You know, I say this at a time when Israeli rabbinic authorities are falling all over themselves. To nullify the conversions of people—that's not in spirit with Rob's ruling here on our page. That said, the Mishnah itself does articulate that it is unideal to have somebody uh, convert for the sake of marriage. Rob rules that if they did, then bediavad uh, ex post facto the conversions remain valid, but it's not ideal, both because of damaging social gossip and because presumably uh, people who convert to Judaism should should feel great about the religious aspect. Now, a famous responsum of Maimonides, the great uh, 12th century uh, Halakhic authority and Nagid, of, uh, prince of uh, Egyptian Jewry, handled just such a case. In one of his responses, uh, he was asked about a, uh, about a man who uh, lived with a slave, uh, evidently in Egypt in those days slavery was not so uncommon. Uh, we can probably best think of it as a as a kind of indentured servitude as opposed to chattel slavery but he uh, had a, had this slave woman in his courtyard in Egypt his brother and he did not get along and his brother uh, uh, ratted him out to the authorities and the authorities wanted to find out about this and the woman asserted that she was that she was a, a full Jew although this appears not to have been correct and so the court asked the great Maimonides well what should we do about this this man is living in an apparent sexual relationship with a Shifcha, uh, a non-Jewish or, or not, not clearly Jewish uh, slave woman, and Maimonides said to them, listen, there is ke'en Avera in this situation, there is something like a sin, but I have ruled in the past, he said, and I rule again now, that Mipnei Takanat Hashavim, for the sake of encouraging repentance, and for the sake of encouraging better behavior, I recommend that this man be given a deadline, and he should either free her and marry her, exactly what, the, exactly what the Mishnah said was not ideal, he should free her, convert her and marry her, or send her on her way. It is worse that he lives with her in this situation than it would be to encourage conversion for ulterior motives. And Rambam says it by mana, he says it in a very nice way, he says, we should encourage him to marry her be'adinut u'baruch. That, that he do so with gentleness and blessing and that does seem to me good advice for uh, Egypt in the 12th century and pretty good advice for America in the 21st century with gentleness and blessing we should encourage people who find love with, their, with, with Jewish people who find love and build loving relationships we should encourage them uh, even if it's, it's what the Mishnah would consider an ulterior motive what I consider a pretty good motive for wanting to be part of Am Yisrael. Thanks for learning today's page with me, and I look forward to learning with you again tomorrow. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the open and close of this episode is Ufros, from the Epic Horus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.